That woman went down like a sack of spuds. Fucking hell. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. And welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined as ever by Matt Burns Peak. Absolute. Joe Costanzo. Howdy, Slew. And Stan Wilson. Hello, Slew. How are we doing, fellas? Excited for the new season finally coming around? Very, very excited, especially following our draft last night. NFL season finally kicking off after a ridiculously long off season. And I think we should just get right into it and preview the season. I've been waiting Let's long enough. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Season, season, season. Okay, start <laughs> off with the big award. Who, who's going to be winning the MVP this year? Wow, wow, we. Okay, Kia, of right, where it gets down to it, because this usually turns out to who are the best regular season anyway, team wise. So, who have we got? Joe, you want to kick it off? I mean, can I be a bi- bit biased? No, a hope, Matt, a your homeboy. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead an Joe. option for non-biased. No, I said um, it's Lamar Jackson. Just say your man. This is, this is the reason why it's Lamar Jackson, though. Okay, I think he only played 15 games last season. He had 1,200 rushing yards, which is, as, as we all know, the single-season record for the QB. I fully think he can beat that record this year, again, with 16 full games, depending on how the game's going. He sat in the fourth quarter for a lot of games last year, still managed to throw for 36 touchdowns, minimal interceptions... I think efficiency-wise, he's the best in the league because he can just do, he can beat you through the air and he can beat you through the ground. And there's not really a way people can scheme against him. A lot of people are like, oh, we're going into this year, people might have made a plan for him. But I don't understand how he can really make a plan for Lamar Jackson. He's just so physically gifted in the prime of his career this young. I think he's going to, like I said, beat that single season rushing record again. He might not do the same for passing touchdowns, but you know, I think he's going to be up there once again. So it wasn't the reason that he was able to sit in those fourth quarters in that 16th game because of how good he was. Like, realistically, if he's going to be that good again, then either the the defense takes a step back or realistically he will be sitting in fourth quarters and the 16th game if he is as good again. I think, yeah, I think the defense, run stop-wise, we've got better with the D-line and stuff, but Obviously, the hole in the secondary now with L. Thomas, don't know how Deshaun Elliott is going to do in that free safety position. So, potentially, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be coming back. Well, hopefully not coming back, but it'll be a lot closer games that or he's not necessarily house. going to be sitting out in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, that's why. Yeah, it's, hard to, it's hard to pick a hole in Lamar Jackson repeating again. Basically, you haven't mm-hmm. seen him slow yeah, down other than that final game really against the Titans. Player. Uh, Stan, have you got a different player? Yeah, I have got a different player. Oh um, my god! Why are we, are we just picking all our teams' quarterbacks? Matt, are you going to her? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go with Fitz Magic. Don't be stupid. <laughs> magic stars. All right, so Stan, why is Kyler Murray going to be the MVP? Because he's got the best offense in football. That's oh why. god! He's got the be- he's got the- he's got one of the best wide receiver rooms. He's got a dynamic rushing attack to, to support the passing game. A much improved offensive line. An insanely effective passing scheme, which is only going to improve from last year, and he's a he's a he's a, he's a dual threat player similar to Lamar Jackson, in the fact that he can run the ball, he can pass the ball, but obviously he's a better passer than Lamar. But yeah, there's no reason why he can't win the MVP this year. Yeah, Kyler Kyler throws he the ball better than Lamar. Beautiful pass. Yeah, yeah less passing touchdowns. Athletic, year, aesthetically, yeah, he's he's one rookie. of the prettiest passes in the league. Yeah, Joe, he's a rookie playing. Behind, he was playing behind the worst offensive line. Dodgy receiving core, and the run game was only there for five games last season. How much better did your offensive line get, though? Considerably better. That is the question, fellas. I know you. I understand. He's a dark horse pick. I would say, like, I think you're. He's actually quite a popular pick along among a lot of analysts. I think it's yeah, the trend of, of being a, of being a second year quarterback who's going to take that next step, basically, isn't it? Uh, do, do do the Cardinals have to win the division for? him to have a shout there because we, a lot of the time we see it go to the best team's quarterback so is that a bit of a worry uh yeah it is a bit of a worry because obviously these things they aren't fair it obviously always goes to a quarterback it always goes to a team with a good record like it's not fair voting 
it should just be the most valuable player in the league, but unfortunately that's not how it ends up. So yeah, I do think he poses a threat, but in terms of actually deserving it, I think he by the end of the season he will thoroughly deserve this award. And just yeah, going back to the O line, I know we've made some improvements. We obviously we signed Josh Jones out of Houston. DJ Humphreys is going to be healthy. Justin Pugh's healthy. Pretty much the whole line's healthy for now. And we've got Justin Murray's support. But um, we've got one of the best offensive line coaches in football in Sean Kluger. And although there might not be as much visible difference, we've got one of the best coaches who obviously would be working with them throughout the off-season to improve their game, improve their skill set. And so that that's part of the reason why it will improve for this season. Right, fair enough. And um, Matt, is it Ryan Fitzpatrick or two you're going with? Oh, wow. I mean, maybe even Devontae Pocket. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised that you guys didn't mention before, but I mean, is it not just going to be Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson swapping MVP awards for the next three or four years? Potentially long. They're both clearly the best quarterbacks in the league. And I, I, I don't think, I don't see how you can bet against Patrick Mahomes coming off a Super Bowl win with an offense that's not regressed at all. In fact, it's gotten more tools. I know, obviously, Damien Williams opting out is a blow, but Clyde still also looks like he could be he could slot straight into that offense and be really productive. Like I don't see how you know how it, how you, there's not a, a massive. I, I don't see how he how he could not be the favorite for this award. He's he's the best quarterback in the league. I mean, yeah. I, I like Kyler Murray. I think he's he's a very great, a very good up and coming quarterback who will be great. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. At the end of the day, I think Kansas City have got a very, very good chance of repeating a Super Bowl win, in which case there's no way that Patrick Mahomes doesn't walk away with the MVP award. Two years, one MVP, one Super Bowl win, one Super Bowl MVP. Like You couldn't ask for a better start to a career. At some point, you'd have to break out, isn't he? Once he bumps out of third gear, it'll be fucking good. It was hard to go against uh, Patrick Mahomes just because... Like I said, he should be and probably is the nailed on favourite. I just wanted to go with Russell Wilson. So I think I think a lot of time when it came out this offseason, how he hadn't had an MVP vote in the past, I know a yeah. lot has been made of it. I think there's a chance that some of those people that have a vote are going to start putting him almost as a reward for his career and never mm-hmm. being recognised. If he puts together a good season and they manage to win the NFC West, then there's I a good know, chance. But they're, not, they're not winning the NFC West, though. I think there's a chance they win the NFC West. They were close last year. I think I think they've got a decent got chance better. to win the NFC West. I think they're better than they were last year, and the Niners take a slight step back. So mm. I think the Seahawks are always competitive. However weak they look on offense going into the season, they always manage to get 10 wins. DK Metcalf going to second year. Tyler Lockett. You've hopefully got Will Disley for the whole year, and if not, you've got Greg Olsen, who's a reliable-ish target. And Nick Vonnett as well. And Nick Vonnett. And I don't think... You were talking about the O-line for um, the Cardinals. Wilson's proven that he doesn't even need an O-line. He'll just yeah, make true. that magic happen. So if they manage to win the NFC West, I think that he gets the award almost in recognition for his whole career rather mm. than just this year. So you're saying it's like when Leonardo DiCaprio won the Oscar for The Revenant yes, this rather is than Revenant anything season. else he was in. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But he didn't necessarily deserve it. This season, no, that's like, analogy. Well played. Sir. That was great. Yeah, the, <laughs> I never managed to get through all the way through the revenant because I, I still haven't seen bored it. Of it. It's, it, it, it was so not that good, but he won an Oscar because he did a bunch of really good films that he got snubbed on beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. So that's it's, effectively it's Russell Wilson. The on the MVP conversation, I'm surprised you didn't mention this, Lou. But but if I wasn't to pick Kyler Murray or any of the other obvious two. Carson Wentz for me is a mass is a big sleeper this year for the award. Whoa! I'm just worried about our entire team that we're not going to be good enough for him to be in the conversation. Uh, if you look at stats, even last year he was right up there as one of the best in the game. I just don't think we're going to be good enough. We know how it goes that you've got to be at least a two seed realistically to even have a shout at. He still yeah, should have won your he, division. He, he still should have won it in 2017, even though he missed Agreed. the final three games. Hmm. So he's been snubbed there. I think he's going to have to. Uh, injuries have already hit us. We're down like two starting O-linemen. So I think it's a long shot for Wentz. If we do win the division and maybe a three or four seed, then I think there's a chance. But I'm not confident going into it. I like Wentz, but he's made entirely out of cotton wool. So I don't think that he's going to still be standing. He's a tissue paper quarterback. Mate, who is your quarterback? The Ryan man. And the other one? He's... 
recovering. The recovery man. Yeah. Fitzpatrick said he caught back. I recognise him in the state of um, Florida. Well, and, Tom and Brady. More for you. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady. <laughs> ah, he's got nothing on Fitzmagic. I know you're trying to disrespect the Tash as well with that one, but I'm no. going. No, I got Minshew. I, sh- okay, I should so- have taken. I should have taken him one for the um, for the Budweisers. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the award that actually seems to go to the best offensive player in football rather than the quarterback on the winningest team, the Offensive Player of the Year. Who drew up for this? We'll reverse order. Matt, do you want to go this time? I'll, I'll go. I'll go this time. Um, hmm. I mean, the, the temptation is to say Christian McCaffrey because, again, he was amazing last year. Boring. But mm, I think it's... He didn't it last year, though. I know he didn't. Uh, I know, but, like... I think the issue with McCaffrey, sorry, is that because of how bad that Panthers team's going to be, you've got to go, oh, it doesn't matter. And he didn't win with a thousand rushing, a thousand receiving. So if he doesn't win it with that, what does he have to do to win the award? Yeah, he set the benchmark for himself now, hasn't he? Exactly. Um, I mean, it's going to be whoever out of Lamar or Mahomes doesn't win MVP, right? I don't know. I feel feel it's hard to give it to a quarterback the second best quarterback if a quarterback wins MVP. Yeah, I think it would go to a skill position over a quarterback like he did last year. Like Mike Thomas, obviously, people were, he was in talks for MVP, but he was never going to win it and it would go to a player like that. Yeah. Fuck it, Julio Jones. (laughs) Run it up. (laughs) it up. So you, okay. Fire Lancer locked in. Stan? Um, my uh, favourite Browns running back, Nicholas Chubb. Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas. And Nicholas. Is that when, like, when Trubisky was going by Mitchell? Yeah, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, no, Nick Chubb's going to well, most likely win the award because of, he had an absolutely dominant campaign last season. And that was behind a team, that was with a team that didn't have an O-line. Didn't have a, didn't, either tackle spot was empty. Now, this year you come in, you've got Jack Conklin, who was part of the reason behind Derek Henry's success last year. And then you've got Jedrick Wills Jr. out of Alabama, one of the best, well, the best tackle in the draft. And so that, that, there's no reason for him not to win this award at all. He was Fair third plus. best last year. And they've got and they've got a coach that's going to run the ball a lot in Stefanski as well. Exactly. So yeah. Lean into Chubb's hands. Mm. I mean, the only thing you say, maybe Kareem Hunt with a full season get, takes the ball a bit away from him, but... I don't know. I, I think he'll be there. He'll be more there, more there for the third downs. And I think even if he doesn't play on the third downs, I think Nick can still run away with the award. Plus, Chubb will be the red zone back. You're on first name basis with him now, Stan. Pardon? You're on first name basis with him. Yeah, me and Nick go way back. I'd just call him Chubby. Yeah. Get your Chubb on. Get your <laughs> Chubb on. Joe, is this Mark Andrews? No, it isn't. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, I wanted to say him, but well, I've got I want to get the hate. Yeah. Well. I don't oh, get another one well, of my drinks. As as Stan had mentioned, the offense there has got a lot better. It's going to take a lot off him. He's not going to be the only threat. Obviously, you've got Larry Fitzgerald uh, and the running back threat with, what's his name? I've completely screwed it again. Kenyon, Drake. Uh, Kenyon and Chase Edmonds as well. Yeah. And Kirk, is it Kirk, your yeah, Chris Chris little Kirk. wide receiver? Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty decent. I think, yeah, he's, he's just basically going to have a, a, a lot less double teams and things like that to deal with. I think he's going to really shine for the Cardinals. And yeah, I think that's like judging of what happened last year with Michael Thomas, it will be the equivalent except much less slant routes. Yeah, much more downfield. Much more fades. Yeah. Mm. Shoulders in the end zone. Yeah, I've gone I've got Hopkins, Hopkins as well. Everything Joe's just said, plus the fact that he's going to prove it, not that only he can do it with a whole, with an, all these quarterbacks he's played with, but with a new team as well. Unbelievable what he's done on so many teams that don't look like they're competing. And now he's on a team that looks like they're going to take that step forward, have maybe a dark horse quarter, mm. um, MVP candidate, like Stan said, and Kyler Murray. I think he's going to put up big numbers again. I don't know if he'll necessarily have the most receiving yards on touchdowns, because like you said, they've got Michael Thomas who gets every slant. But if the Cardinals offense is as explosive and he's the main guy in it, then it's going to be hard not to vote for him. Yeah, agreed. Moving on to the defensive player of the year. Joe, who are you going for here? I think it will be Nick Boza, personally. I think he, he did so much last year, like another player that pe- people were talking about MVP for, even though that was never going to happen because he's a defensive player. But you've 
if he if he's anything like he was last year, he's got to win the defensive player of the year, surely, because he, he, he's just unblockable, it seems that he's coming around and he's he does so much for that D line. And as soon as he came into the 49ers D line, it was already a talented um group of guys, but he's elevated that group so much that I think he is gonna be the most valuable player on that defense and hence the defensive player of the year. I like that. The only oh, thing I worry about that it, is uh, no DeForest Buckner potentially could mean that they can double team both enough. But he's also fucking sick. So yes. but they, they drafted, uh, what's his name in, in the first round? Javon Kinlaw. With that pick. Yeah. yeah so well, you'd Kin- hope he'd, he'd take some of the slack. Well, I think Kinlaw is a really good player, but he's not going to be the guy that people, the um, offense's game plan towards. If you're a guy, you're going to slide your protections towards... Bosa there, you're not going to be as worried about a rookie D tackle than you are about the Raiders rookie defensive. That's what I mean. This, this D line is like if you slide protections to deal with Bosa, then you're just getting fucked from another angle. It, no, I'm not saying they won't be good as a poison. defense. It just, it just takes it away from what Bosa maybe could have achieved last year when he's yeah. not the focal point. Yeah, fair point. But I think he'll do it. He'll smash it. Fair point, Slew, but you're fucking wrong, apparently. <laughs> All right, Matt, who have you got? <laughs> well, who do I have? Bobby McCain. How <laughs> about oh, Eric Rowledge? No. Um, I mean, I'm tempted to go Bosa as well, but I might go with the other Bosa. Joey. Joey boy. I might go with the Joe man. Is he? Um, is he part? Is he questionable at the moment? He'll play. He'll be fine. He'll play. Yeah. He's always fucking. He's another one who's perennially questionable. But somehow comes out on the field and gets like bare sacks. And I mean, he just got paid. He's been dominative without, you know, with those injury troubles. But if he can sort of get past that and start to consistently stay on the field, then, I mean, again, he's one. He's another one that possesses that sort of defensive player of the year talent. Um, so I, I would say that it's probably more likely to be Nick Bosa, but I'd, I'd see potentially Jerry Bosa as well having a stonking campaign. But any Bosa is a good Bosa. Yeah, absolutely. Bitches love Bosa. Have you got a Bosa or have you got someone different? Um, I, I've, got, I've got a bit of a decision to make between Chandler Jones and TJ Watt. Disgusting. Let's go Chandler Jones. We all know you want to. Disgusting, you man. want to go Chandler <laughs> no, Jones. I don't know. I, he's going to be better this year because he's playing his real position. He'll be able to pass Why are you saying more? it in a dumb voice that actually <laughs> well, it's makes true. sense? It's, completely it's actually valid. a valid point, sir. But <laughs> it I'm is completely take valid. stand before he says it. <laughs> It is completely valid point, though. He's playing in a position where it doesn't mean he has to drill back into coverage more. He's got more pass rush effects in the fact we've got Devon Kennard, we've got Hassan Reddick playing in his natural position as well. Like, there is no reason for him not to improve this season. Like, he's got all the odds stacked for him. Like, he got a load of sacks anyway last year, even when he wasn't playing his proper role. Exactly. Sorry. That's when he was dropping back into coverage. That's when defences were having to plan for him because we didn't have anyone else like who could rush the pass essentially. All of our sacks pretty much were him. The majority of our sacks all came through Chandler Jones. I think that, the majority of your sacks will still come from Chandler Jones to be fair. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. But it just means, it just meant the last season that more attention was put on him in the fact that there were no other valid threat, threats to the quarterback. Yeah, it was, it was a tough... For- TJ Watt? Oh, sorry, go ahead. My case yeah, for TJ Watt is that he's coming off a great season last year and he's more of a two-dimensional player in the fact that he can drop back into coverage as well as rush the passer and he excels at both of those as well as being a great run stopper. So that's that's the reason I'd have him as my n- number one or number two, depending on I, how... I don't think the Steelers' defense is good enough in general. I think it is. Well, that Steelers' defense is amazing. Yeah, the Steelers' defense is really good. Is it amazing? It is amazing. It really? Is. Pretty fucking yes. good, mate. Ever since they added Fitzpatrick, they've been dominant. It's not Fitzpatrick, okay. though. I mean, is it Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick have, definitely helps. Did you have two Fitzpatricks? I just... Why are you not filling your team with Fitzpatricks? Because they're cowards. I'm surprised. you starter. Starter right. a quarterback. He's not a coward. The other one, coward. Coward. He, who... Well, Menka, what? He's a coward because you're playing him in his wrong position. He, his whole thing coming out of college was like, oh, I can do multiple roles. And then he comes to Miami. Yeah, like, except oh, that one. That's all bullshit to raise his draft no stock, though. way. That's all rubbish to raise his draft stock, though. Everybody well, then that. don't. You can't fucking advertise yourself as one thing and then be like, actually, I'm here. I'm going to do something. Are you saying you've never lied on a CV? 
I'm not completely <laughs> religious. Yeah, but then you've got to do what your boss then tells you to do if you've said that in the interview. And then your boss like, right, can you sort these spreadsheets out for me? Oh, sorry, I don't know how to do Excel. I don't know why he hired me to do Excel. Yeah, he's just going to trade you away. Yeah, Matt, if you do that, you're going to get traded. He and deserves to be traded. Yeah, and it won't be for first round pick, Matt. He's a bitch. <laughs> All right, I, I've gone for someone that was in the front running along with Nick Bosa last year before he missed the last third of the season for smashing someone's head in with a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Miles um, Garrett. As long as he stays on the field, he <laughs> I, th- I think he's got a really good. Job. Ten sacks in ten games last year is nothing to turn your nose up at. Yeah. And if the if the um, Cleveland offense is a bit more proficient this year, actually put some points on the board consistently, then they're going to be in more pass rush situations. That he's not just other teams aren't going to be just running the clock out. So I think Miles mm. Garrett is a really good chance. Like we said, he probably could have won it last year if he had kept his cool, let's say. Ten sacks, one physical assault. It's pretty decent stats. Not bad. How many quarterback hits? Many. Well, do you, do you count? Quite a few in, in like helmet. 10 seconds. I <laughs> With a helmet? Two. Yeah. Assisted QB hits. <laughs> oh, he's so lucky that he's not in jail. That that could have gone so horribly wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't really amazing. understand that one either. How how do you not get arrested for that? If you do that anywhere else, do any serious damage? It's like Djokovic the other day. Did anyone see that? Yeah, but no, that wasn't I mean, intentional. That I, have was a, that... I have a different I have a different take on that one because I think that's absolute bullshit that you got disqualified. Here he go. technically is in the rules. I I was I was on your side as like, but technically he does hit the ball away carelessly without points. So by the rules, he should have been disqualified. But you're I right, mean, it's, 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 it's not like he absolutely turned his wallops at her. I mean, also, that woman went down like a sack of spuds. Fucking hell. Yeah. Are you saying she was faking it? She's playing the flag. She's just trying to get a flag. Hey, I mean, the rest of us go down, but it was just... Wasn't it Jerome Simpson, that wide receiver for the Bengals, when he got in a fight with the Vikings or something, and he just flew in the air. <laughs> like, he got, like, touched, and he just, like, jumped up in the air and flew back to hey, get a... Got to alert the officials. Got to alert the officials. Yeah, don't hate the player. Very sneaky from the tennis woman. <laughs> <laughs> what, you think she was anti-Djokovic? Gamesman, can we get the slow motion replay on that slew? She's trying to get that uh, that um, that flag for unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, she put a massive bet on the other guy and then threw herself in the direction of a stray ball. That's how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> got to be looked into. It's got to be looked into. All right, this is what we're going to do. I think we just stick to football though at the time. Illusion. So, Possibly. Uh, <laughs> comeback player of the year. <laughs> Who's going? Djax, Djax, that's not a bad shout actually. I love Djax for comeback player of the year. Djax, come on. Djax is he's taking it from both a moral and a football standpoint. Come on, (laughs) no, he can't. That's probably why he won't win. He wins. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna win it. I think. Like, there's obviously got Ben Roethlisberger as well. Obviously, being a quarterback, he's more noticeable. But in in this Philly offense, when he's gonna be fully healthy, we saw what we did versus the Redskins week one last season or week two, whatever it was. But the who? Sorry, the, the football team, the Washington <laughs> football team. They were the. They were the. That's what I thought you said, Stan. Beforehand. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah, but they were the Redskins back then. So stop saying it. <laughs> yeah, but they were the football team, <laughs> Washington football team. I want them to stick with it, just as an absolute shit housery. Yeah, we're football team. What are you gonna do about it? Let's Their mascot's go. a big oh, football with arms and legs. <laughs> oh, God. No. So anyway, D-Jax. D-Jax. There's not really much more I can say about him otherwise. He's a good receiver. He tore it up week one against a certain football team. And he's on a good <laughs> offence. And if his quarterback can stay healthy, which is a big if, he will probably win the comeback player of the year. He's also a very gullible, terrible person. And hence, I don't think they'll, they'll Cheers, allow him Joe. to get it. I know, but we know what sports is like. If he goes a whole year without saying anything anti-Semitic, it will be forgiven. And if he puts on a thousand <laughs> yards on top of that, then it'll be fine. Then he put, if he puts yeah, up a career year in non-anti-Semitic comments, <laughs> you can't not give him the award. I think. This is the same. This is the same league where you can freaking, you know, fight dogs, go to prison, come back and win the MVP. Yeah, so. But he did go to prison, <laughs> and he won <laughs> Comeback Player of the Year, not MVP. 
Oh, sorry. Much, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that reinforces my argument for D-Jax. Uh, hey, Joe, who have you got winning this? I want, I want Alex Smith to win. Yes, yeah, so, he's not the starter. I don't, I don't think though. he's going to get on the field though, so it doesn't. That, that, yeah, that would like. I can't see how. Okay, fine. But, well, okay, this, the case for Alex Smith is pretty obvious. He had a gruesome leg injury. He has a legitimate... He legitimately might be the best quarterback in the fucking Washington football team. Spoiler alert, he is. There's not much competition. I mean, there's a lot of competition. They're just not very good. And, yeah. you know, he's had the most success there. He's the, the, he could be starting at the start of the year, and apparently he's healthy. And... Uh, yeah, the Washington press seemed seemed to like his chances, despite the fact he isn't named as the starter. The other option, uh, Stan kind of briefly mentioned, is Ben Roethlisberger. I think the talent around him is really good. Wait, is this, to, you, is this you not, not hating on Big Ben? Well, I, I just think the talent around him is so good that if he has a good <laughs> season, he'll probably win Comeback Player of the Year. Because I never he's thought I'd see this, day. I'm not saying he's a fucking great guy. He's a bit of a dickhead, but you know, Johnson, Chase Claypool, James Conner slash uh, McFarland as well, who I think will take over as a pass catching back. They've got a lot of weapons. Yeah. His O line's still good. You love just Chase Claypool, don't you, Joe? He does. I love a bit of Chase. Chase Claypool, Michael Pittman. He likes those big rookie receivers. That's his jam. That's his jam. Big board. I'm, so, you... I'm so bored of the Ben Roethlisberger shtick that I'm bored of the throw six interceptions, flirt with a retirement, and then carve out an eight and eight season. It doesn't entertain me anymore. Hey, you'd rather he flirt with a retirement. Behave yourself. Give it, to, give it to someone who's more interesting. Like Cam like Newton. Preston Williams. Oh, I like that. Williams, undrafted rookie last year for the Dolphins, looked fucking exceptional at the start of the season, went down with an ACL injury. This season, better overall offense, fully healthy, will put up big numbers. And you, st- you stole him from me. He's going to put up big numbers. That's such a lie. He, he, is. he had big numbers last year before yeah. he went down. He had big numbers last year until an ACL tear, Joe. Yeah. And that was, and that was, that was Josh Rosen. Yeah, that was, that was pre... Chosen Rosen. Yeah, that was pre-revolution Miami as well. Pre-revolution... There was a revolution. Did I miss it? Um, yeah, we 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 stopped. It's slow we and it's slowly terrible. ongoing. Yeah, we went from some being somewhat terrible to semi watchable about halfway through. It's fun. No yeah. one watched you except you. <laughs> I want you to know that. Okay, you'll be watching. You'll be watching this season, mate. Just you watch. I don't think I will. Joe doesn't watch that much football, so he probably won't be. Actually. I'm not going to bother my valuable time with fucking dolphins footage. Yeah, no, you, there's four guys going to win. making a game at the end in garbage time and then losing. We'll see. Um, right, so I'm going to go with Cam Newton, even though Stan hates it. I don't hate it. Oh, of... give over, Stan. That's an unfair narrative. You were all over Cam Newton before he was suddenly the Patriots starter, yeah. and then you've been his biggest mm. fan. Ooh. No, I haven't been. Wait, I haven't been a big fan. I I'm... thought you don't hate it. I don't hate it. You're <laughs> twisting my words now. Um, go go back to re- the reason why you wanted to become a player of the year. If you'd like to start Well, even if Stan's backing him now, then he must be doing something right. I don't back <laughs> him. I'm just sceptical. I can't get behind him, that's oh, all. If he has a good season, if he has a good season, it wouldn't surprise me that much. However, I can't get behind him purely because of his injury history. Yeah, that's fair enough. But I don't think he'll be injured this year because he's got magic New England powers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I think he's just that I think the media probably want to give it to Cam Newton if he comes yeah. back and has a competent season Yeah. the other one I think it could be maybe is Bradley Chubb coming off an ACL Chubb, jet man. Yeah. That's, not bad. that's not a bad show actually no, he was it, good I, as well yeah. really good I forgot how actually good he was in his rookie year he had double digit sacks as a rookie which is pretty impressive oh, and yeah. Seeing as though he's not going to have to be the main guy, he'll still be alongside Von Miller. I think he'll put up decent numbers. And if that Denver team is what people think it could be, then there's a good chance he could win that award. Again, there's a lot lying on both of those that teams have to be competitive, which I'm not 100% sold on either of them. But there's a chance. True. True. Okay, the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Why is this going to be Joe Burrow? Three reasons each. <laughs> it's he's the, only not, quarter, he's oh. the only quarterback that's going to start 16 games. Does that not mean he gets it automatically? That's how it works. But he's also going to throw bare interceptions. Sorry, not sorry. He's very good. But 
if he, if he throws a few tutties, done enough to he doesn't even back. have to be the he doesn't have to be the best player. Josh Jacobs probably should have won it last year, but Kyler Murray was the best rookie quarterback, and so they gave it to him. Josh Jacobs okay? should have won. Josh Jacobs should have won it last. Year. Josh Jacobs should have won it. Yeah, a, a non. If have, there's yeah. a QB that plays at a decent level, doesn't even have to be great. Yeah. Then they then they've got the inside lane from the off. Completely agree. Completely agree. Doesn't mean to be the best player. It's like the, it's like the yeah. MVP award. It goes to the best team's quarterback. Yeah. My my other thought for this was uh, Clyde Tillet. Yeah. Edward yeah. Tillet. I added. Um, he's just in such good positions to succeed. He, the perfect scheme in Kansas City. Numbers. Yeah. He was, he was he was incredible in college as well. Like his, although he doesn't have the same speed as some of the other running backs, he's just phenomenal to watch. And no, no, Damian Williams there as well. He's going to be in most plays. He's a good pass catching back. He's a great at pass blocking as well. So yeah, his pass blocking. I mean, is he's exceptional for a small guy. Exactly, and I, I can't imagine just the scheme in Kansas City fits him so well, but for him to get massive production there. So yeah, uh, another one potentially could be Jonathan Taylor. I mm. think uh, yeah. he'll be the starting bit. You know, starting running back for the Colts. I think he's another high talent guy, one of the best running backs coming out of this pretty heavy running back draft. So I, I think he has a good chance starting the whole the starting season. We'll see how much Marlon Mack gets involved. But yeah, that's he might be injured. Though, it's Naheem Hines as well on pass catching downs that John yeah, Taylor is not really a pass catcher. No, you so can't if pass catch. If they fall field. if they fall behind, then you do worry how much Taylor's gonna be in the game. Yeah, I think Taylor Taylor will get a lot of like goal line touchdowns as well. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. yeah. Inside the red zone, he'll be their go-to guy. But there are two main concerns I've got with Taylor, and that's the amount of tread on his tires. He has had multiple seasons where he's had, I think, three hundred plus carries or something ridiculous like that. Wisconsin, he had three or four they of those seasons. Oh yeah, they, they just run the ball less. That's their that's their game. So it's the amount of threads left on those tires, and it's, it's his fumble thumping as well. He fumbled the ball an ungodly amount in college. And also, you see in the NFL quite quite more quite commonly nowadays as well that people are going with that hot hand approach in the backfield. So if running backs fumble, we're seeing them pay the price with less touches later on in, in the in the game and stuff like that. So yeah. if he starts fumbling early, then it's not like they they've got no one else there. They've got Marlon Mack, who's still a good talent. They've got Nolan Hines. Like he needs to sort out that ball security early doors if he wants to stay on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he's. he's... It's NFL coaching, you know. I think that's something that can be kind of drilled into you. Um, no, but in college, it's, it's still a big focus, fumbling the football. Like, turnovers happen at every level of the game. They're still drilled into you. I think and also, he, Chris Carson still hasn't been able to get over that that ball security issue, and he's been in yeah. a few seasons now. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying it's easier to get to, to imprint something on a rookie than it is someone who's been in the league for a few seasons. Yeah, yeah I guess. Maybe. We'll see, won't we, this year? And so, second penultimate award, the Defensive Rookie uh, of the Year. Hello. Oh, did you not pick someone? <laughs> I assumed it would just be whichever um, Cardinals player was the highest pick on offense. We're talking about yeah. Defensive Rookie of the Year? Yeah, yeah. Is it your tackle? Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Oh, I should have known it was Cam Akers. Oh, yeah. It's either, oh. either going to be Cam Akers or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like, for sure. They're, 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 I, watched, I watched quite both, a bit of film on both these players. And they're small guys. They're quick, like not necessarily in terms of like downfield breakaway speed, but in terms of agility, they see the hole, they go for it. They can both pass block relatively well. They're both pass catching backs. And the reason with Cam Akers more than any of them is just the scheme fit. It's like we saw what Todd Gurley could do behind that O line, and we saw what he did with the Sean McVay scheme. And although it's going to be running back by committee for at least to start the season with, he's he will win that job at some point this season if he can. Live up to expectations and potentially win rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. I've got a question, voting wise, point of view. So, with it being these three running backs, are they going to almost take votes off each other? Yeah. Or will it just go to the whichever one has the best season? Because I think there's a good chance because they all offer slightly different things, especially Taylor compared to the other two. Is a chance that, oh, I don't want to give it to quarterback. I'll give it to one of the other three, and they uh, sort of take each other, take each other out of the equation almost. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. But with Taylor, I don't really see him as a factor in the fact that although the as Cam Akers is playing in a shared backfield, but Taylor more than ever, he's playing with experienced NFL running backs who have had a really productive season in the past. So I don't see him as a factor for the award, but Edwards, Hilaire and Akers are very much factors purely because 
well, Akers is just a, he's a yard above the rest. Like a, he's a league above the rest of the running backs in that backfield. And obviously, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the prime focus in that running back room. As yeah, Damien Williams is injured. Fair enough. And so now we're going to move on to the defensive rookie of the year. And Matt, let's kick it off with you. Whoa, Chase Young. I mean, there's not really anything else. It, it like it, it will just be Chase Young. I think, barring injury, he w- looked outrageously good coming out of college. Um, I think he got one of the highest ever prospect grades after the combine. Like he he from the clips that you've seen in preseason as well, he looks so fast, so strong. I can imagine him absolutely bullying tackles yeah. at, at this level. I think he'll get a ton of sacks and also pass rushes as well. Are always have always got that inside lane to win those awards because they make the the splash plays, the sacks, the fumbles. Especially also, you look at that um, Washington defensive line; it's actually a really good, it's one of the mm. strongest units in all of football. Oh yeah, it's probably their strongest. Surprising for such a bad team. Yeah, could that not so, count against him though? In the fact that he's going to be rotating with other players like Ryan Carrigan, Montez Sweat. Maybe, but again, we could see like what we did last year with Bosa that. Because there's already this focus already on the on the interior because you've got those two Alabama tackles, Payne and <laughs> who was the other one? It was Deron Payne and uh, but, Matt Ioannidis. They got Ioannidis no, on the inside. Yeah, but there was another, there was another um, Alabama guy that they had. The one with the bad shoulders. Jonathan something. Jonathan Bullard? No. No. No, it doesn't matter. It, I just think you're going to get that. He's like their number three pick. You're going to get that situation that the Niners had last year where. Even if he does rotate a lot, that's going to keep him fresher throughout the whole game. Yeah, I, I, I guess. But yeah, that, that front seven in Washington is still absolutely lethal. Yeah, it was hard to look for someone that wasn't Chase Young, but going yeah. back through the past award winners, a lot of the time it actually did go to a linebacker because they got the mm. chance. And the best blitzing linebacker, who may also get picks in coverage, I think is Isaiah Simmons. Uh, I, think, I don't. I don't back him for rookie defense. I, I, I had him down. Defense. I think he makes enough splash plays, like Matt said, that that will count. It doesn't matter how good he makes the rest of the defense. Yeah, I guess it's all about it's all about the stat sheet essentially when it comes to defensive rookie of the year. It's not about being a consistent player. The thing about Isaiah Simmons is we've got a fair bit of well, depth in terms of inside linebacker in the fact we've got um, Jordan Hicks now. We've got Devondre Campbell, so he will likely start over Devondre Campbell eventually in the season, but. It, you've got to start him, surely, right? Will he not, yeah. will he not um, line up against like, tight ends and pick. you can use him as a blitzer? Yeah, no, that, that is that is true. That is true. And our defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, when, uh, my went blank then. He does, he does like to rush the pass an awful lot. We did run blitzers, the, I think, the most of any NFL team last year. But, yeah, it's, it's surely got to go to Chase Young. Like he, yeah. he is the perfect prospect coming out of college. Like, you can't pick a single flaw with him, really. Apart from like maybe changing up his, that wasn't him. Yeah. yeah, changing up his pass yeah. rush moves a bit and like using them using more appropriate ones in different situations. But apart from that, like he's he's the perfect prospect. Playing devil's advocate only, wasn't that it, also the thing that was said about Jadavian Clowney though? You can't miss his opponent. Yeah, that that was what I was gonna say. Is they these always come out and there's like a really talented, graded higher than everyone else defensive end who goes number one overall and it's so hit or miss like you can either get the Miles Garrett's or you can get Jadavian Clowney I'm not right, saying Jadavian Clowney's bad but he's definitely more of a situational player alright I'll go I'll go Kenneth Murray then ooh Chargers yeah Chargers Chargers inside linebacker he's he's quick and that's he's what a, that, he's a fast boy he's, he's a fast really boy. really quick he's got the lateral speed to go across the field he yeah. sort of reminds me in that sense of Devin Bush coming out of Michigan last year obviously drafted to Pittsburgh Steelers, but there's the speed to get across the field. And if that running back does break past the crashing defensive end and on an outside zone run, then you've got, if you can have an inside linebacker that can jet over to that side of the field and shut them down, maybe limit them to a two or three yard gain, where otherwise it could be a big splash play, then that's an incredibly valuable asset to have. But on the other hand, it might not show up on the stat sheet as much as Chase Young. Yep. And Joe? I'm not going to lie. I had Isaiah Simmons written down but I also going along with the whole linebacker hype and in bias once again Patrick I could Queen. say Patrick Queen <laughs> I'll tell you why is it because he just said I'm... about Kenneth Murray because he wears exactly. purple that's just fucking why <laughs> it's literally it's it's well I had Isaiah Simmons but obviously for a lot of the same reasons they're very good you know coverage linebackers who can go side to side I think Patrick Queen will definitely pick up some of the production that we've been missing on the linebacker position in, in the last few years. 
I think he can just kind of do it all. He, he's very good at rushing on the inside and like jumping the snap and things like that on, on blitzes. We love to blitz our linebackers as well. So we'll see. Yeah. But I, I mean, just going along the same inside linebacker hype, I think he'll get a lot of production this year. Yeah. How, much of an upgrade of a, guy. how much of an upgrade of a Patrick on Warsaw is he though? Mm. Better in coverage, I would say. On Warsaw he's, has more speed and more experience than him. I, I has he got more speed? No, sorry, not more, more similar speed. Un- 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 a speedy guy for sure. Like um... he's he's all right, but yeah, he was. I-, I would say Patrick Queen looks like he's better in coverage, and also considering the lack of experience, which is like he- we can kind of mold him into what we want in an inside linebacker's position. Position, mm-hmm. and what better team to do it than on the Ravens? Exactly, what better team to do it. Okay, so moving on to the final award, exactly. the Coach of the Year. And John Stan, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. I've got him too. It's right. I want. I am trying not to be biased here, but there is. Are not, you? Are you trying? I'm, no, I'm really I trying not to be biased. I could have got. I could have gone for DeAndre Hopkins. I could have said Shawna Jones on his own instead of as coach of the year. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I went from defensive yeah, yeah, player. But the thing with Cliff Kingsbury is he. We obviously we had a shaky year last year. It was. It was okay. It was. It was better than I expected it to be. And the step forward we can take this year with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, Isaiah Simmons, an improved defense, like much, much improved. We've got the correct pieces now. And the offenses, they've all had a year to gel together and they've got had an off season, what well, shortened off season to gel together. Um, yeah, it's gonna he's it's gonna pop off and he's gonna get the credit for that and the credit he deserves. And more to the point, I don't see any other valid candidates for it. Okay. Matt, mm, got valid yeah, I've also got Cliff just can I, right. can I say mine? Because I've got Cliff as well. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's the same, the same as what Stan said. I mean, the weapons he's got this year with Hopkins as well. Um, and just that, like, like you said, it's not going to be a swinging door on defense anymore. You know, they're going to be a lot tighter games. And that's what held them back a lot of the time last year is that they had to, you know, creep, like match these ridiculous scores that are being uh, put against them. I mean, I think- DJ Swearinger can cover tight ends. Yeah, yeah. So I think Cliff Kinsbury is definitely an up. Well, he'll take a step this year with Kyler Murray's second year as well. Yeah, the thing yeah. I do worry about them is you're in such a strong division that if you come fourth, which is a very real possibility, even if you do take that next step forward, then that may rule him out of the running if you don't get yeah. to the playoffs. I guess so. um, another reason we K Adams said he was going to win it. So all right, if whatever K Adams says, I suppose Matt uh, Bruce Arians. I think people. Uh, I, think... I love BA. Coach of the Year is as much a popularity contest as it is about actual output. And I've got, I've got his book. Yeah, I mean, people love his Arians. People get hard over his offense, and he's finally got the tools to actually make it a really, really good offense. Potentially, I think you know they'll, the Bucks will obviously be a very good team this season. I mean, they might not be Super Bowl good, but they'll be at least playoff good. And yeah, I think people will be excited to see a Bruce Arians offense run with the prime tools to be able to run it yeah. and everyone loves BA yeah, yeah I love that I love that pick yeah, yeah. I, he could likely see a second coach of the year award um, the Homer part of me wanted to go with Doug Peterson I yeah. think he's an underrated yeah. if he didn't but then again if he didn't win it in 2017 I don't think he's going to get a chance to win it I don't know nope. how we didn't win it in 2017 make winning Super Bowl without with Nick um, Foles but you know what it's none of my business I think Again, it's similar to my um, Comfort Player of the Year award. If the Patriots are successful with what looks like a severely depleted roster, I don't know how you don't give it to Bill Belichick, realistically. Because he's Bill Belichick. That's exactly. he's, had, he's only won three. He should win. He should have won about ten of them. He is the best coach in the NFL. Yeah, the... but he won't win it because of the fact he's Bill Belichick and he's like the villain. He's like the super villain of football. Doesn't matter if they if they if they're competitive, they make the playoffs. He's winning his fourth head coach, um, coach of the year award. Yeah, but it's not done well, on. It's not done on that. It's make, done on popularity. And he's a super. They make he's the AFC championship football. game. I would see it. It depends when it's voted yeah. on. It depends if it's voted because a lot of these they're given the night before the Super Bowl, but they're voted on like at the end of the regular season. So yeah. the yeah. coach of the year is the same. So. First. I don't care how unpopular it is. He'll win football games. If they go, yeah, I'm not saying he won't. I'm saying in terms of like the actual voters themselves. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, last few team predictions. Who's everyone's Super Bowl picks? Joseph. Chiefs versus Seahawks. Chiefs win. Nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't even ask you for a winner, but nice for you to put yourself there. 
Yeah, Matt. There you go. Uh, Chiefs Saints. Yeah, Saints. I'm uh, going to get past the NFC Championship game. Sorry. Sorry, what did you say? No, I, I can't said there's the no way the Saints get past the NFC Championship. On game. paper, I wanted to say the Saints, but they're just such a bottle job. I want to say I want to see the Titans yeah. go far this year. I can the see the Titans. Titans. I'm going to be the Chiefs in the, in the AFC Championship game, though. Yeah, that's that's true. No, I. I'll probably go Chief Saints as well, to be honest. I know it's a pretty basic option, but I can't really get behind any other teams to get to the Super Bowl. I've gone Ravens. I struggled with the NFC, though. Yeah, the NFC is kind a flaw of weak. With, there's, a, there's a lot of sort of B-plus level teams. I can't, there's no superstar team yeah, there. Yeah, the NFC is kind of looking kind of weak this year. It's an AFC. I mean, on again. paper, maybe the Cowboys, but I don't, I don't want to say the Cowboys yeah. plus. They, they're a bold job as well. No, I'll, I'll change, I'll change, my, I'll change could, my pick, I'm, actually. I'm tempted to go Ravens-Cowboys, you know. No, I'll change my Chiefs that no Chief one Cowboys. to repeat. No. Chief Cowboys, I'm saying now. I think if it, it isn't an NFC team, it'll be one in the NFC West. Mm. It'll be the Seahawks, the 49ers, or even potentially the Cardinals, depending Ooh. on how good they are this year. Interestingly, no one's called the Bucks. No. I think they're kind of a hype job, to be no, honest. Their defense went hack it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they've got a lot of young players in that secondary. Yeah, so Chiefs look like they're nailed on favourites, realistically. I just wanted to go with someone a bit different and maybe make Joe happy, but by his face, it doesn't seem to have worked. No, nope. he's still crying it, it does. not getting Mark Andrews or Lamar in our fantasy draft. I'm just, I'm just a realist, Lou. You know, I think the weakness think... they had last year, which got exploited against the Titans, was that run defence, and that is the position you've improved most. Yeah, we've As got a... Clive Campbell, Derek Wolfe. And Queen. I'm pleased about it then. Queen, obviously. Uh, and with um, the Chiefs, it's just super hard to repeat. Like, it hasn't been done since the yeah. Patriots. So. Yeah. Never bet against Patrick Mahomes, though. No. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been done since eternity. Thank you for that, Joe. And the worst team, who is going to be picking Trevor Lawrence first overall <laughs> next year? Jags. It's Jags. the Jags. It's the Jags. Yeah. The Jets. Not the Jets. How much of that is saltiness and how much is genuine prediction? About 50-50. But I genuinely think the Jets are going to be rubbish this year. Yeah. They will be, but not as bad as the Jets. Yeah, I'll I'll go Jags as well. Jags. The Jags are actively... Do they go... Do they get rid of Minshew then? Depends on how Minshew plays. If he plays well this season... Well, it also depends on what happens in the front office as well. If they if they clear out, completely. if they have the number one overall pick, they're taking Trevor Lawrence. Like, there's no way they're not taking Trevor Lawrence. Penny Sewell, Sewell, tackle out of Oregon, best tackle in in like probably about five ten years. Trevor Lawrence is Again, by all means one of the best QB prospects. What if Minshew had a really good year? But the thing is, if they're number one overall pick, surely it means Minshew hasn't had a great year. Yeah, or it just means that their defense, their defense has done a big old Frosby flop because they've butchered it of any stars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. That's true. They've, got, they've got nothing on that team. I was looking through their roster. And just Miles Jack, Miles Jack, DJ Chark, Josh Allen, Miles, Josh Allen, Josh I love Josh Allen, and Joe Sherbert. But that's what a handful of good players. Yeah, they've really freaking. I mean, CJ Henderson could be decent. But again, I don't, he's a rookie, isn't he? You can't say yeah. what he is or isn't going to be yet. He's going to be decently replacing Jalen Ramsey. You can't really expect that off a AJ Boye as well. Yeah. But by the, by the same they token, they don't have AJ Boye anymore. They tried yeah, to get rid of him. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're oh, replacing right. Boye as well. By the same by the same token, what have the Jets got? Big Sam Darnold, Mono Boy. Um, Chris Herndon will be decent. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Load with quality at at that roster. They've got Frank Gore. They've got a great offensive mind. (laughs) On offense, the the head coach that don't like a bunch of gays players. Players in it. Yeah, that's a fair argument actually. So, Mm. do we think it's going to be one of those two, or is anyone else going to give them a put run for their money? No, Bengals could also be just as bad. Nah, Bengals won't be as bad Bengals, as them. I, I would be shocked if the Bengals weren't somewhat better than last year. Yeah, the okay. Texans could also really shit no. the bed. But no, I don't they're, they're, think not, no. they're not bad. They're not bad enough to be. I think. Not, yeah, I think, I think they're bad enough to potentially good. really shit the bed. No, they they don't, no, 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 they're I, not that they bad. Not number one. They've, they've still got. They're just not what they could have been if they had a competent general manager. 
and the surprise package of this season. It was hard to go for because everyone's hyped up at this point. Matt's was going for Miami to... Dolphins and was it hard to the go Cardinals. For? No, I'm going for Miami Dolphins too. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh wow. Hey. I'm not, they're going to be the fun team to watch this year. They're what not going to be anything about that. Package, love it. Yeah. They're going to be fun. They're not going to be amazing. They're just going to be fun to watch. It'll be exactly. nice. Suck my doodle, Joe. Little, you have to win games to exceed up. expectations. Though. No, but there'll, there'll be a nice little hype train going for the Dolphins, but it won't be anything big. It'll just be a nice, fun team to watch on Sundays. I'll be it. Good. Good pick, Stan. All right, Joe, who are you going with? I've got the Patriots because everyone thinks they're going to lose because their <laughs> roster got absolutely stripped. Yeah. People wow. are doubting Bill Belichick, but he's still one of the best coaches to, well, the best coach to ever live. And it's not a team that's just going to go simply into a rebuild. I think Cam Newton is Bill Belichick's wet dream and he'll perform very well in New England. So I think that the Patriots are going to succeed people's expectations this year, win the AFC East, absolutely trounce the Dolphins twice and then go on to playoffs. I mean, that's literally incorrect. They can't win in Miami. I'm watching. watching Aren't they 50-50 in Miami? Yeah, there isn't your your amazing stat is Not that really. you, you win fifty percent of the games in your home. How many? Team. How often do you beat the Patriots? You fucking twerp. <laughs> Super Bowls. We we beat the Patriots last Super year. Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> and the Super <laughs> the AFC oh, Championship God. game. All right, mate. mate you, you do your research, son. Well, and so. Uh, it was hard because everyone, every team that's predicted too badly just looks so terrible. I'm hoping a full season of health of Matthew Stafford makes the Lions a little bit better. They might be somewhat competitive, but... It's Matt Patricia, though. It's Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia was the the architect of one of the best defences in NFL history. Definitely wasn't Bill Uh, Belichick. (laughs) That's what every every defensive coordinator gets hired. I think their host should be the the Vikings and the Packers take take a game off each other and they somehow sneak in the back door for a wildcard spot, but... No, they can't. They're not good enough. Lions. Who is good enough that isn't predicted to be good enough? That's the thing. At this moment in time, everyone that's got any sort of thing going for them is hyped to the moon. As a nice little subplot, I'm quite excited to see if Detroit can field a competent like running game this yeah, season. Yeah, they've got all the options now. They've got carry on Johnson. They've got DeAndre Swift. They've got AP. Plus a surprisingly good, surprisingly good collection of pass catchers as well. Yeah. yeah. DJ Hawkinson in his second year. Marvin Jones and Kenny Golladay are both incredibly underrated. Yeah. Marvin yeah. Jones is actually up, a boy. Matt, Matt Stafford put up huge numbers before he got injured last year. And he's also just, he's, he's consistently been a very good, good, accurate quarterback. There's a chance at the very least they'll have a really good offense. Yeah. Defense so, we won't talk about, but offense could be, could be good. They've got Jeff Okuda. Well, good for them. Jeff Okuda. <laughs> all 11 positions on defense. <laughs> They've lost That's Slay, right. but they also freed up a lot of cap room on defense as well. Slay, yeah, but they replaced Slay with Trufon, who'll be a number two, which yeah. as a number Trufon's two, Trufon's They might have loads of cap room, but dollars can't make tackles. They need to actually have the players there to... Oh, I like that. Nice. Same baseball. That's why they drafted Jeff Akuda, though. <laughs> Keep that. Pretty good. Yeah, but he plays cornerback, Joe. You can't get sacks. Yeah, cornerbacks can ta- some cornerbacks can tackle. Yeah, you want to see the zone oh, scheme I was running on Madden last year? My, my cornerbacks were racking up the sacks. Uh, don't speak the dirty words in the <laughs> game anymore. Uh, this is the first Madden I haven't actually bought the day it's come out. I, uh, still, I still haven't got it yet. Did you get it? I've got it. I haven't got it. Matt, Matt got it. Yeah, Matt, 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 you halfed it with your brother, though, didn't you, to be fair? What's the gameplay like? It's the people. It's okay. Is it as bad as everyone's been saying it is? It's Madden 20, except I think the gameplay's a little bit less like stock animation there's more animations can you actually there's run left. the ball consistently the, the pulling guards don't just miss the linebacker no it's a little bit the only thing I would say is the uh, ball carry moves are trash they're, really, they're like half the time just doesn't do the move that he wants to no. I'm tempted right. to wait for the Did next gen and see if they actually bring out update and see if the gameplay's better on that no they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna update EA too lazy have you seen the uh, the clips where the quarterback's getting hit and he's throwing it sideways and it goes like yeah, but those kids, those, clips of, those random opposite. clips, you're always going to get those one-off bugs, aren't you? I don't think. Yeah. No, that was like they actually deployed a fix for that one issue because it was happening so much. Uh, but they're not going to fix franchise mode. Well, that, that's it, my it, um, surprise yeah. package for the 2020 NFL season, that Madden 21 will be competent on the next-gen 
consoles. You reckon? It went down from a 0. 0.4 to a 0. 0.2 out of 100, by the way. Yeah, that's good. Uh, first of all, it's out of 10. It was just people being pissy no, it was out, more than anything else, isn't it? Really? How much of that was you, Joe, doing repeated votes because you hate Madden? <laughs> nah, it, I, don't, I haven't yet to vote. I'm just watching and laughing. Nah, you're it's a very sad, franchise. sad little man. Yeah, good way to spend your time, buddy. All right, so moving on. To, we're actually here. Week one of the NFL season. Uh, we're going to change our previews up a little bit from last year. Instead of picking three random games and going into those, we'll go upset of the week, drubbing of the week, and the must-watch game. Matt, do you want to kick us off with the upset of the week? Yeah, upset of the week is the Dolphins are going to beat the Patriots in Foxborough to open oh, I disagree. Season. It's happening. Get with it, Joe. Um, I mean, I think if you look at the two rosters, the Dolphins, probably for the first time in fucking ages, have a, have a better roster than the Patriots. Um, and I, I, I genuinely think, like I said, we, we, we said they're going to be a surprise package. I think they've come on leaps and bounds from that team that finished last season. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think they're a better football team than the Patriots right now. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree with you there. How full speed ahead is the hype train in Miami if they knock off the Patriots in Fox oh, in week one? It, it's choo-choo-chewing, mate. It's fully all systems go. It's full of coal and it's fucking flying down the tracks. Joe, you're shaking your head. Do you disagree? Of course he does. He's I, a prick. I've got <laughs> uh, the Patriots battering the Dolphins for the oh, battle. What? Of the Dropping week. of the week. That's, 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 I mean, he doesn't actually think that. He's just clearly doing that out of spite. That is not it's happening, not, Joe. Come on. Not, as I said... Cam Newton is Bill Belichick's wet dream. He's going to have a lot of stuff schemed up for you, which you've not seen before. That was in the back of the playbook somewhere. All those years they had to have Brady, and they might they just absolutely batter the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Right, so who is your upset? Now they're free. Who, who is your upset of the week, Joe? I would argue, I don't know if it's an upset, but the Cardinals to beat the 49ers. That would be an upset. Oh, being upset. I mean, the team that was an upset. Yeah, obviously the, the Super Bowl candidate. Super Bowl. Yeah, but yeah. the Cardinals have a history of beating the 49ers in the season anyway. It's at is it at the Cardinals? I think it's at so. 49ers. Yeah, it's in uh, in Santa Clara. Yeah, either way, that won't matter as much this year with no crowds and everything like that. But I think yeah, just from everything what we were saying throughout the podcast, the Cardinals look like a a big boy team. We are big. So boys. I, I'd be interested in seeing what happens there. I think they've got a good chance to win. Yeah, I, I would go with that, but I'm aware that I have I have not stopped going about the Cardinals this episode, so I, I'm going to... Yeah, it's fine, you're optimistic for the season. I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm, I have to go with Matt there. I think the Dolphins will beat the Patriots week one. Okay, I'm going to go with the Broncos beating the Titans. No, that's not happening. That's why it's an upset, mate. I think it could. It's not happening. The Titans' defence is too strong. That's why it's an upset. But it's not going to happen. But there's an up, there's a realistic upset, and then there's an unrealistic upset. Right, it's a pipe dream upset. It's going to be a very pass-heavy offense. I almost went for the Browns beating the Ravens, but that was partially to annoy Joe, so I didn't go through with it. Oh, that's that's another thing that won't happen. I no, I could. I'm I'm, I'm high on the Browns this year. Right. But no, I think the Broncos will do. You're high in again, general, if you think that. Like Miami, <laughs> if the Broncos manage to get a win against the AFC um, Championship, one of the teams in that, then choo-choo time, to quote Matt. So yeah, I think, I, think the, I think the Broncos could do it. They've got uh, two running backs. Maybe the O-line will be a bit better this year. The one thing, I don't think Jadavian Clowney's going to play the whole game because they literally just joined. So mm. the Titans will be a good team, but I don't know if they're there at the moment. I think they are. The question is from last year is how good are the Titans or did they just hit a hot streak at the right time? Mm. We've got Tannehill coming in. Teams have had a whole off-season to analyse him now. I think the Broncos could surprise a few, few people in week one. Uh, you don't need to analyse Tannehill, though. You need to analyse Derrick Henry, and it's impossible to do that because he's too big. <laughs> but they're, they're <laughs> I can't see him because he's just big. Decent. He's too big. You can't, you can't analyse him. <laughs> you can, you can plan for... he's too large yeah, you can't plan for him because he'll just spin you around and uh, stiff arm you into the floor you don't back Sharp and Von Miller to, to get, get to him in the backfield especially nah. Von Miller against a rookie tackle yeah that's, that's a welcome one. to the NFL you don't have Jack Conklin anymore so that will probably have uh, you know, yeah, that's true. worse effect on your running game 
Okay, so let's move on. Who's getting battered this week? Matt, who's your drubbing of the week? I... My Sorry, drubbing Joe, do you want to go ahead? Uh, no, I already said it was the Patriots batter the Dolphins. Yeah, but that was just trying to get a, a, a rise. You're not big. You're no, not that's clever. genuinely what However, I think. A, a real, what are you a calling a battering there? Well, it's not going to be as mad, bad as the Ravens battered the Dolphins week hey, one last year. But... It happened a year ago. It's not that deep. Good three touchdowns ahead, at least. At least. Okay, well done. Matt. We're keeping no-name players. Matt. Yeah, so my actual drubbing of the week that has a chance of happening is, uh, yeah, the Bills are going to absolutely fuck. Fuck the Jets! Like it, it's not even going to be funny. It will be like easily yeah. three or four touchdowns. Yeah, they will find the themselves a spot on the register after that. I mean, the if Bills are a lot better than, than the Jets. Do you see them as a team that are going to batter teams? So they seem more solid than explosive to me. That's the thing. Yeah, but you mean it? I genuine. I, I just think that offense with the changes they've made to it. Um, you know, Josh Allen has become a pretty viable dual threat quarterback. He's now got Stefan Diggs, who is a legitimate big player for every time he's on the field. Like, I, I think they do now have the capacity to really lay into teams. And the, the flip side of that is, I, I think the Jets' offense is going to be appalling, and the, and the, the Bills' defense is going to run riot because they're already a fantastic unit. Yeah, I can, I can see that happening. Okay, Stanley. Um, I'm going Colts over the Jags. Yeah, I reckon the Colts could absolutely just blow them to bits this year. With improved roster, you've got the JT joining the running game. You've got Philip Rivers, who's a slight upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. And Rivers isn't as bad as people say he is. He's had a couple dodgy years, but with a new offense, new offense, um, new scheme, and the better team That's around him. Plus, they could exactly. run for about two hundred and fifty yards. Oh yeah, easily. And if you run, if you run the ball well, you're always going to win the game. That's that's how that's how football works. So like, yeah. like we, how we just said, how bad the Jags look this season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, indeed, they're gonna they're gonna smash the Jags to pieces. All right, mine is going to happen today with the Chiefs absolutely decimating the Texans. Start start mm. of the season. I don't see how that Texans defense, especially, is going to even slow down Mahomes and the weapons he has. I just, it doesn't look like a fair matchup. They battered them in the playoffs last year, and that was when they were twenty-four points behind. So did it not end up as a shootout. No, it was like fifty-two to the low thirties. No, I mean this game to, the, happening tonight. Do you reckon it could just end up as a shootout? Um. Maybe start off that way, but I, I think, think the Chiefs pull ahead pretty comfortably, maybe as early as the Yeah, the momentum of the Chiefs quarter. will be so much higher. Yeah. No, it could, it, they could bat them, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to bet against Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and that. No, that but the, rest of, the, rest of, the rest of the Texans is pretty spank-worthy. Yeah, no, that's why I that's why say it shoots out there. <laughs> Ready for a spanking. Good word. Nice. <laughs> so okay, so the must if you're gonna watch one game this weekend, one game, and um, we'll probably watch them all because it's been long enough. Yeah. But if you've got a time constraint for some reason, something's more important than NFL football. What game are you making sure you're tuning in for? Like a job or something. I'm guessing. I'm guessing we're discounting your own team because obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah discounting your own team because that's gonna be. Yeah. yeah that'd be. Silly. I mean, you can uh, say your own team if that is the game of the week, but. Realistically, let's stay away from our own teams because if it really is the game of the week, then someone else will say it. Yeah, that's a good there's one. one pretty obvious one. Bucks Saints. The Saints versus the Bucks. Yeah, one hundred. I think everyone wants. Everyone's interested in seeing what what the Bucks have got to offer yeah, with all the hype that's going to them. Around it with the Brady going to the Bucks and that new look offense and stuff. Like, I, I think you'd be lying if you said that you weren't invest in seeing how that's going to turn out against a defense which is yeah. pretty good what Saints got, so. and against a team that is a perennial you know contender getting to the championship games or divisional round of the playoffs so the big, the big if you want to test then yeah. week yeah. one yeah also with the saints even in games they should win they have a way of letting teams back into them so they they're do. usually yeah, high they're scoring they never, they never seem to shut teams down and put up a lot of points mm-hmm. themselves so if it turns yeah. into Saints putting up a lot of points mm-hmm. it could turn into a pretty Pretty big shootout. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I've got a t one that I almost put in the upset of the week, but I wasn't, couldn't quite put enough on the Cardinals beating the Niners. Uh, yeah. I think that's a must-watch game. I think people want to see if the Kyler Murray hype is real this year. Um, Spoiler alert, it is. 
<laughs> and again, the Niners, even if they have taken a step back, they are still one of the best teams in the league. And so if this t- this is anything to come by, this could be again a playoff matchup. Yeah, it will be important be. come whether it comes for seedings or play- who gets into the playoffs. Anyway, I think yeah. NFC and all the NFC West games this year are going to be good. Yeah. Starting off with this one. Right. I'm going with Packers versus Vikings. Mm. Week one, six o'clock, Fox Sports. It's going down in Minneapolis. Two oh. great, two two great offenses, two great defenses. They're gonna. It's gonna be a good good game. It could be tight. It could be a shootout. It could go either way. And that's why it's exciting. That's why you got to be there. I like it. Good. Oh, that's very good hype. You should you should really do the adverts. On, on the plus side as well, except for the Bucks Saints, that we've given you two games that you can watch in the UK if you are watching on Game Pass, not because of the Sky Blackout nonsense. Unfortunately, the Bucks Saints is on is the Sky Game of the Week, so you can't watch it on Game Pass, which is a bit of a shitter. It's, I hate that. Or hit me up. Is that a thing? Or that, hit, hit, hit yeah, yeah, the, the, six, the 6 o'clock and 9.30 games that are shown on Sky aren't on Game Pass. So if you did want to watch them... Nefariously. Hit me up. Hit me up. Just hit me up, Joe. I've got, I've got, I've got you. I don't like this. <laughs> when we get off the air, you're not going to share this the dodgy streams online. <laughs> so, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not getting them found out. That that brings us to the end of today's show and to the beginning of the NFL season. If you want more content, Woo! check us out on social media at the Dropback on Instagram and on Twitter at the Dropback UK on Facebook. Check out our website, which will have our weekly picks on now. So there is some sort of content going forward. Content, and that's the Dropback.co.uk or .com. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. I've been Joe. I've been Stan. Until next time. Goodbye. Peace. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak and Joe Costanzo. It's quite funny that we do that because we're always still the same people even when we're not on the podcasts. I have been Sam. Who the fuck are you now?